Welcome to the Heroes of Reality podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, young adventurers. Dylan here. And on today's podcast, I have Dmitry Leonov. He is the Trantech co-organizer. And for the last year, he's been deeply working on the Tile Patch. It is a biofeedback device that helps optimize your nervous system. I'm excited to talk about that, possibly some psychedelics, and many more things. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome my friend, Dimitri. Hey, hey. hey welcome, brother. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, I'm excited to go into this thing. So um, I'd love to first talk a little bit about um, what you do with transformative tech and what does that look like? And then we can talk a little bit about that biofeedback device. Um, so with that being started, um, how do you how do you get involved in transformative tech in general? Sure. Well, honestly, it started with me going to the to the conference, um, mm -hmm. TransTech conference a few years ago. Um, so TransTech is, uh, for those who don't know, it's a uh, global community of um, entrepreneurs and innovators and kind of ecosystem at the intersection of technology and um, kind of the inner well-being. So emotional well-being, mental well-being, uh, wellness, and so on. So we're using kind of cutting-edge technologies uh, for human thriving, essentially. And our mission is to bring a billion people into a permanent state of wellness uh, in the next 10 years. Yeah, that is beautiful. And one thing I'll note is that this podcast is live. So if you do have any questions, feel free to pop them in the chat, whether you're on uh, YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or any of those types of things, and we'll uh, we'll get to them as we flow through this conversation. So uh, the plan is to is to transform a billion lives using transformative technology. Um, what um, in terms of what are some things about besides your own device? What are areas of the transformative tech world that really excites you? Sure, I mean there's a lot. There's um, uh, essentially the the way to to think about it is. Um, most companies and just nonprofit and organizations and people um, focus on, um, if you look at the Maslow pyramid, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it starts with the physical, physiological needs and then kind of like having a roof over your head. And then, then it goes into in kind of more inner stuff. So self um, or connection, then it goes into self actualization and then self transcendence. And so the kind of the, the historical framework has been. Uh, hey, we have to go one step at a time. We have to take care of our physiological needs, make sure we have food, then make sure we have home and kind of go up like this and have the luxury of working on self-transcendence and self-actualization. And so what uh, the research has found over the last years is that uh, the it actually, it's much better if it's the other way around. If we start from the top um, and we're happy and, you know, working on stuff that we're passionate about, living our purpose, that everything else just kind of flows much easier. And so uh, the technologies that we're uh, that, that we're focusing on are, you know, there's, there's just so much kind of neuro uh, technology around, mm. uh, around emotional uh, stress and anxiety is a really big topic. Uh, mental health has been obviously you know, a big problem for a long time, but it became a really big problem over this last year. Uh, and there's some really cool technologies around um, just in, in that in that space. Mm -hmm. um, I think you know one of the things that excites me personally. I, I like I like shortcuts, uh, and there are there are really cool. There's really cool tech around um, just kind of stimulating, um, creating meditative states. Right? Yeah. So it, it, you don't you no longer have to sit in the cave for 20 years. 
Uh, now you can just put on a VR headset, right? And uh, get there very quickly. Yeah, so you're, you're talking about what I call it like Westerns or white man's meditation in the sense of like you can use technology to aid and, and assist you, especially if you can, you're talking about being able to, since you take over the whole senses, then it's easier to get into that that flow state. Now, um, have you done things like, um, uh, like is there anything about specific VRs or are you talking about more like float tanks or what uh, what about the, uh, what about it? Um, which technology do you really like it to, to really hack that system? Because I also agree hacking um, and making the hard stuff easier is, is, a, is a wonderful gift to give to the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. It, it really it depends. And I think there there is kind of a multitude of technologies for for different people for what you're what you're looking for. I mean, mm -hmm. there's one that's um, that's really cool where you can basically shoot a um, ultrasound into like a specific part of your spine and it basically puts you into a nirvana like state right? just immediately oh really uh, yeah i mean there's stuff like that but um at the, at the end of the day there's it the, the way i see it is uh, our goal is to fight to it's going to sound very woo woo but uh, sorry let's, let's, uh, let's do it is to vibrate in alignment with your whatever you want to call it with your higher self whatever it is and so whatever whatever puts you into that state of, of alignment and, and resonance that's what you know that's what works uh, for some people it's sitting in cave for 20 years for some people it's you know going to peru and doing psychedelics it, it really you know it depends all are our wonderful journeys but i think the buddha said like like what was it like why walk miles when the ferry costs a nickel something like that it's it's uh if you can if you can take that shortcut to, to get the same results um and this seems like that would be be a, a better use of time. So leveraging technology. It is better use of time, but but I think there's there's another way to look at it. There, it's I think some people would frown upon that the, the whole idea of shortcut or, or or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think here's here's the real the, the real issue right now. We're in a kind of a crisis situation with a lot of things. Right, everything is speed. Crisis slash opportunity, right? So mm -hmm. everything is speeding up. Everything is much, you know, people are, you know, mental health is a huge problem. Uh, there's you know, all sorts of issues that we're, that we're facing with. Technology is really just a, um, one of the definitions of technology I really like is it's something that makes, um, sorry, technology is what makes something scarce abundant. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. so, so if we can bring a billion people uh, into the state, and effectively, you know, we, we kind of have this opportunity and, and almost a, a obligation to do it. So yes, the, the the crisis is bigger than ever. Mm -hmm. The opportunity is also bigger than ever, and we have the technology um, to do it. And you know, and now one of the beautiful things that happened over this last year is now we're all much closer together. Right? So mm -hmm. before I used to organize events in LA which were really cool and it was really fun to do it. And now we do events for everyone across the world. So it's just, a, it's, uh, there's, there's pros and cons to everything. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, so with, with the, the transformative technologies, are there any areas? So if there's like young entrepreneurs out there that really wanted to get in the space, they, they want to make the world a better place and they want to make a billion dollars, you know, and they, they the next Elon Musk, what would be the areas that you would suggest for them to look into or, or sciences or technologies for them to explore? Are there, are there ones that you think are particularly hot or show a lot of promise? 
That's a good question. Um, I have to think about that one. I think the, the, the right answer to that question is it's whatever interests you personally. Um, there, there, there's no shortage of opportunities and, and directions to, to go in, um, but it's, it's about what resonates with you personally, right? So I think, I think it's really important to kind of find that, that your purpose, find what excites you, find what you're good at, very importantly, and, and work in that direction. Um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a better angle to look at i mean there's there's really no shortage of uh, from vr to neurostimulation to you know biofeedback there's all sorts of stuff happening um and, and if you you know if you're looking to get into to get into this space um, go on our website it's transformativetech.org um we actually have a really interesting research report that we just published which talks about um, the financing and m a activity and just general kind of structure of the space right now there's a lot of really good data that will that would give you um, a lot of uh, a really good start insights to where to go beautiful so yeah. what about you can you talk to me a little bit about your journey you have a uh a biofeedback device a tile patch that you've created how did you, what was the inspiration for that? And, and, and talk to me a little bit about the, the creation of that. So I actually didn't create it myself. Uh, it was created um, a few years ago by a very brilliant engineer um, in Italy mm -hmm. um, named Fabio Fontana. And he, um, you know, he spent quite a long, a long time working on, um, uh, on it. And so what we've done, oh, and so what he did for the first few years until last year, uh, when when um, I got involved, is essentially the only way to use it would be through a doctor. So you would have to go to a doctor, get a prescription, work on it, uh, and work with the doctor. And so what we did is we um, uh, kind of processized and, and uh, streamlined the the protocols uh, and you know, allowed anybody around the world to just order it online, mm -hmm. um, you know, and with very simple kind of simplified directions, put it on and see the benefits immediately. Got it. What was the, I mean, what was the technical hurdles for streamlining and processing it and getting it out from a prescription, something you'd have to get doctor's approval to actually doing it? So what was, talk to me about some of those threshold guardians and the journey you had to do to make that happen. Yeah, so, so essentially what what, uh, what it is, it's a little, uh, I'll show you, so it's a little yeah. patch, it's, look, it's like coin size. Um, and what it, uh, what it is, it contains layers of nanocrystals. And so these nanocrystals are, um, what they do is they basically capture the heat from your body. So you place it on specific points on your body uh, with a tape. So you just kind of, or band-aid or whatever, whatever works. Um, and it uh, kind of captures the heat from your body and it reflects it back into your body as light. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a specific light of specific frequencies. So basically what it does is it combines light therapy with acupuncture. And so you know, light therapy is a very well-researched form of medicine. Acupuncture mm -hmm. is actually the most um, research form of medicine. It has more studies than, than anything else on PubMed. Um, and so we're just combining those two things. And so uh, over the, those you know, few years, it was a lot of trial and error. Uh, we you know, looked at Chinese medicine protocols, acupuncture protocols for different things, you know, tried it with this, um, you know, again, adjusted, you know, a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And then um, we've developed, you know, these protocols where uh, anybody can uh, can put it on on different points to achieve different effects. Uh, what's uh, the, the really simplified version uh, mm -hmm. actually is um, 
it, so I'd say, I'd say probably like at least half or even two, two thirds of the symptoms will get addressed just by placing it on two points, one kind of here and one on your spine. Um, so just those two points uh, take care of a lot of the, um, you know, a, a lot of the, the symptoms or, or benefits. And then there's also specific points for different things for sports performance and sports recovery. There's points for stress and anxiety. There's points for focus. You can put them right here. Uh, there are points for uh, different cleanses, right? For cleansing your liver or your kidney, and so on. So there's um, and, and so it, the the kind of the, the the hurdle was around developing those protocols um, and uh, you know just kind of getting it out into the into the mainstream. Got it. So it so one it, it kind of looks like those like those kind of watch batteries. If anybody can't see it, it's about the size of a nickel or a quarter, a little thick. And it, it so if I'm hearing you correctly, it's almost like uh, acupuncture without the needle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So and it's acupuncture without the needle, but it's um it's gonna get a little woo woo again. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um. It's um. I mean, acupuncture actually doesn't really isn't is not really explained by modern medicine right mm -hmm. uh, the whole idea of meridians and circuits on the body is not what they teach in medical school uh, and so there there is uh, there's a bit of a leap of faith but again it's it's all proved by science and ton of studies but um what what this what this really is showing us is that mm -hmm. when you take energy which your your heat from your body and you convert it kind of like a mirror into light and so light is um it's it's a it's it's some might say we are light right we are radiating light we're radiating radiating the radiating infrared energy all the time right um the fact that this very very faint light when it's placed and on specific in your body can have tremendous effects um you know we, we can immediately measure improvements in balance, uh, range of motion, sports performance, we have studies on all of this. Uh, it does really incredible things for patients with multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's or other, other neurological disorders. Uh, mm -hmm. that people start talking who couldn't talk before, people start walking who couldn't walk before. It's, it's really fascinating. Um, but so it's applying, it's not, it's acupuncture, not just without the needle, it's acupuncture with light. Mm -hmm. And so, and light is, um, you know, everything is vibration, right? Every, every matter, everything is a wave slash particle. And so, um, and, and, you know, there's really, the difference between sound and light, for instance, is just frequency. So if you take the C note from the piano and move it up 41 octaves, it turns into light. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's, uh, and, and there's really like one of my, favorite uh, parts of segments of transformative tech is I call it vibrational technologies. Uh, so it's technologies that have to do with sound uh, vibrate, sound frequencies, vibration, mm -hmm. actually physical vibration, and uh, light. And so all of those things are basically a, a spectrum of, of frequencies, or electromagnetic is, is, is another one of them. And uh, the fact that by, you know, playing, you know, by making a sound or by shining a light of a specific frequency on a certain part of your body can have a, a tremendous effect on just, you know, healing the body and putting, putting it into balance. 
just says so much about the nature of just of reality and and how you know, I personally believe that there is a fundamental misunderstanding in in the kind of in the common common knowledge, right, in the, in the mainstream around the nature of reality and the nature of us, of, of the role we play in, in reality, who we are. And there's things like this, like just the fact that you can shine a light to affect that kind of a change, it's kind of a, it's, it's one of the signals that's pointing to that misunderstanding. And I think correcting this, that misunderstanding is going to have a huge uh, impact on our day-to-day -day life. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's funny because I'm definitely I'm uh, I, I put that as an out there thinker on the on the space and VR and and all these other things that we're talking about, and until you experience a thing, then you don't really believe a thing until you know. But then you go through it, and so um, there's a piece of me that's like I haven't done acupuncture, I've done I've done chiropractor, and I know it works, and I've had. But before I was like, oh, that that's total, it's fake, it's, it's, it's fake, fake practice. But then I got got it worked on, and and several times I've had been fixed from a chiropractor. I was like, oh, okay, so this clearly works. Can you talk to me just a little bit about the effects of like how long is a dose of this thing? What does it walk? Okay, do I have a migraine? I put it on for five minutes, and the migraine helps to go away. Like, and 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 how does it compare to like a placebo? What is it like? Can you talk to me about some of these differences? So, so um, I can get a little bit more, um, put some edges on these experiences. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, okay, so a couple things. So this thing works for two and a half years. Um, mm -hmm. There, we, we have, so one of the things that we've we've developed is a protocol around um, the timing. So if you put it on twenty four seven right away, it's mm -hmm. actually going to um, it's going to overwhelm you. And so what happens is there's a detox effect. So when you have um, when when this light is emitted into your nervous system it uh, detoxifies your mitochondria. And so your mitochondria, and I don't, I don't want to get too technical, but um, your mitochondria basically has uh, to not toxin. Um, yeah, it, it has um, NO, I forget what the, the term is, uh, NO, which looks like oxygen molecule. Mm -hmm. um, and so it basically blocks your mitochondria from producing. Oh. I seem to have lost you, Dimitri, for half a second. Oh, and he is gone. Looks like he's coming back in three, two, one. And you're back. We just lost you for a half a beat. You were talking a little bit about your mitochondria. And basically, this is a decosification of your mitochondria. And let's try to pick it up from there. Nice. Well, yeah, so basically what happens is it pulls those toxins out of your cells. And so if you're mm -hmm. constantly... Uh, pulling it out of your cells without giving your body time to flush them out of your system is going to build up those toxins in your in your blood and, and in your body and so um there it it you you can wear it uh, and it works for two and a half years but you have to ease into it so mm. that's one what uh, one point mm -hmm. what happens what happens if you wear it too long you say it, it it shocks your system or do you it sounds yeah. like if you're well, cleaning out your mitochondria you're basically getting more energy because you're having uh, um, less friction to produce energy? Is that, I'm trying to wrap my that's head around one, That's one of the effects, right? So it's, so what would happen if you wear it all the time from the very beginning is mm -hmm. you would just get all the toxins out and you, your body wouldn't have time to flush them out. So it would just, it would create, uh, sometimes some people have a headache if they if they uh, wear too much in the beginning. So our, our protocol is for the first week, you wear it only four hours a day. Second week, eight hours a day, then 12 hours, 
and then twenty four seven. So, so you have to kind of ease into it, and that, that's one of the things, one of the trial and error things that, that we've that we've learned. Um, well, so as far as placebo, we 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 have a I think sixteen studies at this point. A um, couple of them are uh, double blind placebo controlled. And so oh, wow. done, we did a placebo controlled study with uh, multiple sclerosis population um, for over one year. And uh, it was, you know, it was amazing to see that. And we've looked, for example, one of the things that came out of that study was that there is an emotional wellness effect that, that's, that we didn't expect. So we, that's how we realized that it has an effect on your emotional balance. Um, and, and then we say, we, we say emotional wellness, you're talking like overall calmness. Is it lower anxiety? Yeah. Does it uh, in decrease in depression or as all of the above? So specifically people report less stress and anxiety. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, just happiness. Is a, is <laughs> happiness yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's great. Um, it's a happiness pill. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> what, uh, so what's your what's your goal with this whole like uh, you're, you're right now where talk to me about where you're at and then where you want to go with this? Sure. Well, so we're working on the the next next generation, which which is I can't talk about quite yet, but it's um, it's combining several aspects of like mm -hmm. um, in, in 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 a wearable device. Um, so you know. I had an experience, I had a few experiences over the years, but um, I had a really profound experience well, one time uh, which, showed me, which showed me very clearly that all of our problems, physical, mental, emotional, all of our problems stem from lack of alignment with that kind of flow with a, a higher self, whatever you want to call that. And uh, by, by put, putting ourselves into resonance, with that, automatically eliminates all the problems and just kind of everything is much easier and better. So that's kind of my that's what really excites me is how can we uh, how can we do that? How can we be more in alignment in resonance uh, with our flow? And I think you know, specifically just literally putting literally vibrating with light, sound, and vibration uh, is is like the shortest shortcut you can imagine uh, to get there. Sure, <clears throat> that. That so you, you had an experience where the you realize that all of our problems come from a, from being misaligned with our higher self, and and so how can we get realigned? And one way is through this, these devices. Um, <laughs> one I want to check. So that's that that sounds like a um, uh, an experience that was that was facilitated via plant medicine of some some kind. By the way. Oddly enough, oddly enough, I don't need to dive into the details on that, but I just want to, want to touch on that. Besides that obvious path, is there, how do you, how can you tell if you're misaligned with your higher self? What are things that someone can do to, to find out if they are misaligned? Okay. Uh, the easiest way I think is to see how you feel. If you feel good, mm -hmm. That's probably that's a good sign. If you feel bad, that's not a good sign. It means something is wrong. I think that's the easiest barometer that I I, I stole that answer from someone. But um. <laughs> that's, that's all we do. It's, we just we are uh, humans. We constantly lift ideas from the other people, and it's part of part of all the things that we're doing, right? So that's that's yeah. that's totally fair and valid. And I, I honor you for acknowledging that. The uh, <laughs> but you're looking at that so. 
but let's talk about that. So I'm feeling bad. I go, okay, I'm, I'm feeling bad. Something's misaligned. What do I, is there, do you think there's a, a process you think about? Do you, do you meditate? Do you journal? What is it? What do you, is there any other steps that someone can do besides checking in and going, I feel like crap. I mean, cause you could feel like crap if you ate like a whole bunch of donuts and a giant Starbucks coffee, um, which, 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 which is also a sign, right? Like that, that <laughs> probably <laughs> shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you, if you... Oh, go ahead, please. Well, yeah so so i mean meditation and like for me journaling is, is a really uh, big one um mm -hmm. I, I just I, I use it for different for, for different things but that that really helps um and it also helps to kind of to align and to kind of crystallize and, and choose the direction to take mm -hmm. um that's for me personally uh, but yeah, do, you whatever. Have, mm -hmm. do you have journaling prompts is there something that you have like is there a way like do you just like roll out of bed and start writing do you have like a are you prompted for it or do you, what's your what's your process of journaling look like um you show me <laughs> yeah. uh, let me let me see um so i mean i i do i do a at the very least a weekly thing which is uh, focusing on the on the key wins and and learning so just like what did i learn this week what what were the wins this week and then kind of what's my priority for the for the following week so i don't actually do it every day but like at the very least uh, weekly and more yeah, certainly more often than that um and then the the, the prompt that i do the most uh, probably is i call it the uh, vision i also stole this from someone uh, vision squared as i like to call it uh, so the first one is just like what what's my vision for what what would i like to what's my ideal life look like then um the second page or second prompt is okay so that's now let's assume that's happened mm -hmm. what's the vision beyond that and that's a really cool one because now you're like oh shit, okay now i'm uh, now I can really get creative. Um, the the one after that is what is stopping, what's preventing me from going there? Like what what's what are the blocks? Um, who, and the next one is who do I need to become to create that vision? Right? So it starts. I, I really believe it starts from an internal state. Um, so who am I, and then what what is the external world matches the internal world, right? not yeah. not the other world. Yeah. Um, and, um, and last is kind of what, what are the actual actions that I can take uh, to, uh, to to speed that up? That's cool. Uh, I recently heard, I forget where, um, there was somebody that said that like the, the secret isn't about like what you want most you get. Like it's more about the universe is a mirror and you reflect back the mirror reflecting back to you. So in order for you to get what you want, you need to become a certain person. You can't just go, I really want it. Like I want to be super fit and I want Dunkin Donuts. For example, you have to have the identity to match the outcome. And so I really like that because it's a good, it's a good thing. It's like, what, what's your vision, ideal life? What's beyond that, which is cool because it makes you expand what you think is possible then what's preventing me so you identify your roadblocks and then you basically have your you align with your identity and go who do i need to become to get that vision and then it's like okay that's who i need to become and then you get really clear on that tactical practical steps of this is the step i need to do to get there to whether get the identity or get the outcome or go past the roadblocks yeah well and one thing that's also really interesting about this is um it's helpful to kind of like so one of the one of my goals for the for the 
Q1 of this year was to uh, to vibrate um, like a multimillionaire, uh-huh. um, to feel like a multimillionaire, right? And, and so and that I, I really thought about it. It's like, what, what does that really feel like? And, uh, and it, it was a pretty specific set of feelings and things that I would, that would do. And, and I think, you know, and, and so when first, first comes, again, first comes the interstate, first comes the feeling, and then everything else kind of matches it. And I have to tell you, like my experience, ex- external experiences really did match uh, that. Yeah. So it, it really, it works. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. It, it sometimes works, right? The, what do I need to do to vibrate like a millionaire? Uh, it's why I can't help but to like, my mind goes slightly sexual every time you keep like talking about these vibration things. And so gotta kind of call that out right now. But the, the vibrations, I mean, you talked about this misconception. You feel like they feel like that, that the, we have a misconception of reality. So do you have like, are, do you have certain truths that you live by? Like, like we're all vibrations, we're all energy. We're all like, what are the, what are the, what are your ground truths for reality? Hmm. Okay. Um, so and this comes from a, another experience that I had, um, but I, I, this one, like, I validated as an answer with a lot. Um, sure. So I, I really believe or have experienced that in the center of it all, um, mm-hmm. there is kind of like this ball of light. And that ball of light feels a lot like what love feels like in our heart. Um, and so it kind of resonates in all di- all directions and all dimensions. And what we call the universe is at the, so like all the stars, all this stuff that we see is at the very bottom of this kind of vibrational spectrum. And so in the, in the center, there's the, you know, let's call it source slash destination. And it's kind of, it just like radiates um, in all directions. And, and that thing is basically us, right? Um, and so, and this is where this is where the idea about the, the misalignment um, came came from. I, I got a really clear sense that because that thing in the center is also us, uh, you and me and everyone everyone watching, uh, that thing is constantly trying to help us. It's constantly just physically doing everything um, it can to to have all of our wishes come true. And uh, and to steal someone else's words, the it immediate that that's the source slash destination immediately becomes the vibrational equivalent of whatever it is we are looking for. And this is kind of uh, there's a lot of Eastern kind of you know, mystic traditions that say what you seek, what you seek is seeking you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not a metaphor. It's actually very very little. It's 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 literally becomes what what you want, but it becomes that in a vibrational sense, it becomes a kind of a, a blue, yeah, a blueprint, an energetic blueprint of what you're looking for. And so our only real job is to align with that energy because the, the, the amount of energy that is kind of coming down from those other dimensions is, I mean, it just dwarfs every, what we conceive as energy on, on you know, here. And so, so just by, by simply aligning with that, we can make all of our, all of our problems go away and just do achieve what we want to achieve much, much, much faster. And it's mm-hmm. easier said than done. So I'm still here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's yeah. do as I say, not as I do. 
It's well, it's easy to, oh, not easy, simple. Things that are yeah. simple aren't, aren't always easy. So, yeah. for example, diet and exercise. Like, how do you say super fit? Just diet and exercise, you know, for, <laughs> forever. And, and, and that is the challenge, right? It's 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 a simple it's a simple truth. It's just it's it's just difficult to achieve. And so, yeah. is there other ways that you're like? Because we talked about journaling as one of the methods for creating alignment. Are there? I mean, do you have daily practices? Do you have daily routines for alignment? Like, are there? Are there? Because it uh, it seems like this is like a fundamental way that you run your life. And so I'd, I'd be curious about how do you how do you keep in those alignments and and how do you really um how how do you I mean just how do you how do you put it out there? I just I'm trying to understand that a little bit more. We'll, we'll jump to some other topics, but I, I'm I am fascinated by this because there is a it's it's a it's a, I mean, we're talking about the basis of reality and the, and the you know, and what, what we're all connected to. And, and it's a, it's a really fascinating topic. So I'd love to explore just kind of a little bit more of like your mindset and, and, and how you keep alignment. Dude, I don't think there's any, there's nothing more important or interesting than this. So I, I'm happy to talk about it as long as, as, long as <laughs> <you want. laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so I have a morning. Um, there's a couple of different versions of this of this thing, but the, the one that I kind of um, modified slightly is called six phase meditation, mm. um, and it's uh, yeah whatever. So it, it, the, there's a few. It, it's kind of a. It's not a meditation in the sense that you're listening. It's a meditation where you're like creating stuff in your mind. So we just I guess it is a meditation. Um, so it's um, it starts with forgiveness self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others. Um, then it goes into gratitude. So gratitude is a critical piece. Mm -hmm. And then, so for me, one, one of the things that I kind of take throughout the day is whatever happens, I, I, I do my very best to see it as a um, call it thank God that happened. It's like, whatever happens, thank God that happened. And, and then as soon as you say that, then it, it opens your my mind into seeing well how how is it a thing like something terrible just happened how is it a thing god that happened moment but right away it can it just you know it, your your mindset shifts everything shifts and then reality starts to shift as well so that's a, that's a really powerful one Thank um, god then, that uh, yeah yeah um and uh and and then it goes into uh, kind of visualizing so being becoming clear on what it is that I want to accomplish um, and then that, that's where journaling comes in handy as well so just being clear on like what are what are my top three for this year um, and uh, what do I need to kind of how do I need to break it down um, and then there's a there's a thing I learned there's a really great course um, called uh, 45 days to awakening so one of the founders of Transtech uh, Jeffrey Martin uh, came up with this and said this is this is super interesting. So every, if you're if you're listening to this, go and I think oh it might be uh, I think they're doing the last course ever right now. Um, anyway, uh, it's a they started doing the research uh, like 15 years ago on happy people, uh, people who are happy and also people who kind of self-describe themselves as enlightened or awakened, whatever. And they tried to find. Uh, common commonalities like what how do they get there what are they following any kind of religious background what's the difference and what they found is there there's it can be all over the place there's no real correlation among anything the one correlation the one thing they have in common 
is they always have this underlying sense of okayness. Like everything is always okay. No matter what, what it is, everything's fine. So that's like the, really the only thing they have in common. And there's different levels of that stages of uh, awakening. But so one, one of the things I learned from that course was um, a pro, it's called a projection exercise where every morning you're in, just envisioning yourself being like, like celebrating something, being super happy. And you, you kind of like envision your friends and family being super happy for you. Um, and just like really good things. And you don't have to be specific about what you're happy about, just, just that celebratory attitude. Um, so that's, uh, that's an important one. And then the next one is super woo woo. I, uh, I kind of like check in with my, uh, with my team. If that makes any sense. Um, so like, I, just want to, I just want to be on the same page with you. So we had forgiveness, gratitude, yeah visualization which you just described a bit about the the okayness and everything being okay now you said number four was you checking with your team so you're talking about why you're mentally why you're mentally um going through the six phases meditation on phase step number four you are you are mentally with your eyes closed checking in with your team through the is that what you're talking yeah, about? Not, not the team that i work with uh it's like uh i have so let's say imaginary group of uh, um, things, people, or whatever that, that are on my team. And so I uh -huh. kind of like should check in with them in my head. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 it sounds totally woo woo, but I, I get, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So you have in your, in your, in your mind's eye, you have, and there's, we all have, I think, um, you can call them spirit guardians. You can call them imaginary, uh, people that you oversee, that oversee you. They, they could be your ancestors. They could be basically whatever, whatever you feel spirit forms have got your back. Um, you, you check when and go, Hey, we on track. And then from some imaginary cloud, um, they look down at you and go thumbs up, bro. And then you keep going. And that's, and I, and I, 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 I totally understand it. And, and, uh, there, let me ask you a question about that. What, what do you feel that gives you by going through that? Like, what does that feel in terms of mm -hmm. like you, like, like after you do that, like, has there ever been times where they give you a thumbs down and they're like, you're not on track, dude, go left. Like, has there been? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I mean, it's not like, it's, it's not, I'm not asking for like thumbs up, thumbs down. It's more of like just a, yeah. What it gives me is, is an understanding that like, first of all, I'm not alone. Yeah. And there's, um, and there's like, there's something else going on bigger than like the room I'm in. Um, and it's, uh, and everything is like really, you know, really way more, everything is way cooler than we were raised to believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you do your spirit team check-in. We'll, we'll call it that for lack of a better term. That's number four. After you do that, what's, what's, what's number five? Um, then I just do um, like a quick exercise, push-ups, squats, and um, crunches. Uh, then I do my smoothie, my magic smoothie, and uh, and then just kind of I, the, this one. The last one is the hardest. Uh, I try to just do like thirty minutes of focused work um, on the. And for me, it's the most important thing is prioritization and just like, like strategizing about what what needs to get done, and then uh, getting it done. So I'm going to combine together the smoothie and the exercise because otherwise that would make seven for me. So, yeah. <laughs> so okay. 
but it's good. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, if you talk about, uh, I think a lot of people, like when you first go into an area of like, I want to get, I want to be, I want to be a millionaire or a billionaire. I want to be super rich. Right. They ask for tactics, but people that are, that, that go farther down the path, they really understand that a lot of it's mindset, right? Like you ask for strategy and, and then you get these tactics and then there's these mental blocks that they then have to deal with and unpack. So instead of, instead of trying to go from that direction, you go from the opposite direction is you get the right mindset, which is forgiveness, gratitude, getting clear on what you want, getting that kind of that higher level permission. And then you get physical, which kind of primes the body. You get healthy. So you get the nutrients and then you, and then, and then you, you, you put in that really, that real, which basically all of that preps you up for that one thing of how do I get clarity on the action I need to take, whether today, this week, this month, to be able to, to move forward. And in that mindset, you can actually achieve um, greater clarity that you can't really get at a different level. Like if you're really upset and you just fought with your significant other or whatever the thing might be, very hard to strategically plan in that mindset. So I think and it's really, it's, it's, it's a really, uh, uh, I think it could see it as a powerful system. Um, how long have you been doing this for? Um, it's, it's been different variations of it for, I don't know, a few handful of years. Handful of years. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Cool. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a moving target, you know. Yeah, you know. of course. You, you probably grab some things, you hear a person, you, it's like, that sounds yeah. good. You bolt it into the system. Yeah, you're making it your own, which is what what we do. So that's 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 wonderful. Um, are there, that's, I mean, that's really, really powerful. Is, um, is there, Last question on this one topic. Besides the six-phase meditation, is there anything else that you find to be a powerful part of your life, your daily routine that you that you would recommend uh, or um, you you find to be the most impactful in your life? It's it's the it's the uh, thank God that happened, uh, hands down. It's it's the hardest one. Um, well, that's not necessarily true. Uh, is, <laughs> they're all kind of hard if it, to some extent, but yeah. no. Um, it's it just, it's, it, yeah, basically all events are meaningless, right? Mm -hmm. And we assign meaning to them. And so it's, it's, it sounds overly positive, right? Like a po positivity is not, uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be one of those people, but uh, there's a lot to be said about just mindset and, mm -hmm. and just uh, framing, right? So it's, fr it's about framing things in the best way possible because we're constantly creating the narrative creating the story of, of our life right yeah um yeah and and also you know one of the things that and this i'm kind of applying this more more recently but it's not really an and it's not as actionable but it's a thing i learned recently which is cool are you familiar with uh, reality transurfing uh reality transurfing is that what you said yeah. no yeah. i'm not yeah. i'm not familiar with reality it's, yeah, it's a book by this Russian guy. Uh, it's like some, uh, several hundred pages of book. It's very, very verbose. But um, is there an audiobook version of that? <laughs> even that is very long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, there's, 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 there's a lot of actually really good summaries. Um, mm -hmm. But so it's the way that it, um, the, the shortest way I've, I've understood it is, is really cool. Basically, whatever you want to achieve, Think of it as uh, picking something up from your mailbox. So you're, let's say you have a goal that you want to accomplish. Think of it as, as you have to be as like, as uh, 
excited. You don't want to be too excited. You don't want to be too anxious. You don't want to, it, it's there. It's in your mailbox. All you have to do is walk there, one foot in front of the other, open the mailbox, grab the thing, and go back home. It's not, there's nothing like magical. There's nothing crazy happening. It's not nothing to be excited about. It's just there. That, that, that's, and, and so that kind of a mentality has been really helpful. There's a, there's a terminology I, I heard in the science space called the optimal amount of arousal, otherwise known as the inverted U. And that's what that sounds like. Is there's a peak where it's like it, it it serves you and then it doesn't serve you. There's a there's another thing in terms of the um, I do I've done a lot of hackathons like uh, content creation weekends where you get together and you build stuff. And one of them was Bomber's Peak. Bomber's Peak is the same thing but with alcohol and other types of drugs where there is a there is a there is an optimal amount that serves you and then you quickly fall off the edge and drop. <laughs> so so it sounds like. This reality transurfing says there's an optimal amount of arousal that if you come in with a certain amount of intention and focus and commitment and energy, you're more likely to receive that gift from the universe's mailbox. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, again, it's, it's not, there is, okay, and my, my number one favorite book recommendation is um, The Theory of Everything by Jed McKenna. Um, and essentially, and this is, well, it's just a really, really simple kind of blows common denominator explanation for what's going on. And basically what it comes down to is there is only one thing and that one thing is you, um, the consciousness, right? The awareness, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And um, so there, there's no universe, like the universe is you. Like you are giving yourself a gift, right? You're stopping yourself from it. There's so if you see it that way, it kind of becomes a little bit less um, separated and more cohesive. Do you believe we live in the matrix? Do you do you believe that we're in we're pl we're plugged into the system somehow? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a matrix in a sense. Like it's not a computer. I mean, it's not a computer like zeros and ones. I guess. So yeah, I, I absolutely believe that it's a uh, simulation because the 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 one consciousness. Um, if it's just consciousness by itself, it's just bored all day. It's like there's nothing for it to do, right? So it has to create the simulation for it to perceive something and just like, to have a, another point of view and, and break itself up into you, know, you and me and everything else. Uh, so yeah, in that sense, it is a simulation. Mm. So as in, uh, um, I've heard something similar, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's it, so it's something along the lines that we are all a part of the same um, universal consciousness and it broke itself off so that it could mirror reflect itself to each other and it could basically create its own self. And when, when we die or whatever, we, we merge with the great consciousness back all together into, into reality. And we are basically giving ourselves meaning by relating to ourselves and something to that degree. It is, it is, it is it's out there, but um, there is, one thing I've been really curious about is like, there is a, a, a thing that like, at the base of everything is love, right? We're all like, at the, at the base of everything is love. And there's this weird thing where we all feel connected in a strange way that we can't communicate. And and whenever you go, um, there's, there's only like really two primal feelings. There's fear, which is usually the thing stopping the love. Hmm. And so is the thought behind that being the fact that we are all uh 
creating this universal love that we're giving to each other in some way, shape or form. I'm very fascinated by that thought. And so when you're out of alignment, you seem to be out of resonance with loving yourself, right? There's something there. Do you, do you, do you have any thoughts on like self-love and reflection? And is there ways that you, um, uh, is there anything that you feel that you are like, do you have a, like, this is going to be a weird statement. Do you have a purpose? Do you feel, do you feel that you have a, you have a certain, a way to be of service? Is there, a, is there a personal mission that you have? Um, yeah. What's, what's that? Um, sure. Well, so yeah. And I, and I do want to get back to the, the love question also. Yeah. 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 But yeah sorry. My, I went a little bit on the deep and I was like, Ooh, so oh, let's, let's do both and feel free to, to, to grab the reins and run with it. All right. Um, no, so um, I, I believe my, my personal hmm? personal mission is to first to, for starting with myself, but then help as many people as I can uh, find uh, to vibrate, understand the nature of reality, and also to kind of to actually vibrate in alignment with that one thing. Um, actually, let me let back up a step. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> should, I should have started with the first question. Uh, so, so in in my experience, um, in that center of everything, that so the ball, of, you know, the the ball of light that people talk about when they die, right? The, the light that people go to. Um, my experience it was literally, uh, it's it's love. It's literally love. It's not a not a metaphor like god is love love is all there is all of that stuff it's not a metaphor it's actually very literal it's what everything is made of at, the, at its core and then it kind of starts to turn into different forms of energy but at the core it is love and so the really cool thing is that the love that we feel in our heart like that is that one thing it's it, that's the, the really cool coolest part about it and i got to experience that which in a really profound way that, that changed my life but that that's at the center of everything is that same thing that we feel when you love someone mm. it's just amazing um but and so and so i guess so, so my personal mission is i i <laughs> i want to bring it into day-to-day -day experience for myself and for everyone else um and kind of integrate, you know, so as somebody who's done psychedelics, uh, integration is, is a really important part, right? So how do we integrate into day-to-day -day life? And so for me, um, working with vibration and you know, technology that allows uh, vibration and resonance is really key. And so, um, yeah, so yeah, okay, that was my answer. <laughs> okay, okay. I, 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 yeah, you can, you can call it the uh, getting to the heart of matters. It, uh, the energy tends to vibrate a little bit more radically because it's something that's very personal and deep, right? There's a, it gets, it gets very uh, intense uh, in the depths here. The, so there's a couple of things. Um, one being, so it's talking about understanding the nature of reality and to vibrate with the, the, the resonant of source is the kind of the, the mission on do it for yourself and do it for others and create that resonance and find a place where you can actually do that. You said that you had an experience that fundamentally changed your life um, uh, and gained this new perspective. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, I'll just show you. It's uh, it was five meo, um, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, I just suddenly felt all of existence in my heart. 
to like what how I feel love in my heart. I just suddenly got a very clear understanding that everything that exists is is there. So I was, I, I did feel like I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to sound God. <laughs> you say you felt like God. Is that yeah? You yeah. felt God is within you, and you are all. Is that sense yeah. of? There's a, and they talk about the, the, there's DMT, FIMEO DMT, right? And yeah. when you do that, you feel like you are, because at the end of things, whether you're doing 40 years of Zen or meditation, the, the, the ultimate emotion you have is a sense of unity, right? Mm -hmm. And so what you're talking about is the ultimate sense of unity that you are everything and everything is you all in one. And that, and that fundamentally changed your perspective. Now you come back into this reality. How do you take that and integrate that into your world? It's very difficult to walk around and saying, I am God and, uh, and hitting people with lightning bolts, you know? So how do you, like, how do you take that? How did that shift your actions? Is that what got you into the world of the, the biofeedback and the trans tech or what is, what is, what, how does, how did, yeah. what, what, what shift, what shifts were made? Uh, it was a pro so like it took a while for it to integrate and, and, mm -hmm. There's a few directions, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that ultimately what what led to what I'm what I'm working on now. Um, it's really like integration is such a an important um, topic like, for everyone, and 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 I have a lot of friends working in the psychedelic field, and like there, there's very growing space of like psychedelic technologies and psychedelic integration, and that's such an important piece. Um, and I don't. I don't think anybody's, you know, figured it out quite yet. Um, but there's, you know, we're we're getting close and close every day. Um, but yeah, so so that's um, that 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 was that's kind of what started for me, and uh, that's what I'm working to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you integrate into into a better life? That makes a lot of sense. The um... Do you feel like there's a lot of people in like the transformative technology space that had some sort of psychedelic impression on them that have shifted their consciousness? There's a lot of. I think so. Uh, yeah. So the things as transformative tech as the organization, we actually are explicitly staying away from psychedelics. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of psych-like technologies, like for example VR, that it's like we're trying to create psychedelic experiences with technology, right? Because psychedelics is a, is a difficult topic right depending where you where you are in the world right like in silicon valley it's the coolest thing but in china it's not right it's jail for a long time it's frowned upon. Um, yeah. yeah so so it's um uh and that's kind of the the, the point is that we're, we're trying and a lot, well, yes so a lot of the people i know and some really 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 fascinating um, scientists and technologists um and one of my favorites is he just turned 70. Um, he started working with psychedelics in the 60s. And uh, he's since then kind of developed, uh, he's been focused on the frequency and uh, sound and light uh, and, and essentially how to like recreate that kind of an experience through uh, technology, through vibration. And, and virtually can do it. I mean, there are, I mean, there's some amazing studies with, I mean, virtuality is, can simulate a lot of the psychedelic experiences and senses of mysticism. You can have, um, uh, there were some uh, studies where they've done out-of-body experiences um, mm -hmm. where you can put on the headset 
and um, by tricking the brain um, through simulating, you know, it makes you feel like your body's here through haptic senses, and then it pulls you out to where, mm -hmm. long story short, you have almost like a uh, like a like a bodysuit on that's creating haptic senses and touches, and then you can see that, and then in VR they pull you back. So it basically forces your conscious to separate from your body perception Marvel. and it feels like you're floating above. And so you can literally get a sense of mysticism using VR technology um, by tricking the body to say, you are here with your haptic sense of vibration. And then it pulls the camera back in VR and your mm -hmm. brain's like, wait, I'm floating away from my body. And that feeling, you, you can still have that. I mean, however you get those senses of unity and love and disconnection and dissolving your ego and all that stuff is is um what whatever means gets you there the walking the thousands of miles of taking the ferry boat across the across the river man what, whatever works for you is it have, so I, I take it then you've you've had uh, a number of experiences or experiences with uh, virtual reality yeah not not as many as uh, as i'd like to be honest but yeah some some okay well uh, do, do you know what that Thing was called with a haptic suit and i'd have to look it up and get back to you i read it in um there was a there's a, a medical book um mm -hmm. about about vr um it's called the uh, vrx by brandon spiegel um and it's inside that book um i can't i can't think of the name of the study but if you go on that book there's there's the one for you uh someone else on the podcast recommended the book to me and then i went through it and i was like oh that's really interesting and so yeah. But it was an out-of-body experience. Um, VRX by Brandon Spiegel. Um, he's over at the uh, Cedar Side Nide in um, uh, LA. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so that's super fascinating. Uh, what advice um, would you? What advice would you give to, to young people that are interested? We talked about looking into different texts and finding what they that what they're into. But is there anything you would you would recommend? Um, to to people, you know, besides finding what they're into, is there anything else like like tactical and practical that they could they could get up and do right away um, to um, to either level up their skills, get more ingrained with the technologies, or or anything else? Boy, that's a that's a that's a good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Pass. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Join the transformative tech. <laughs> well, I would say, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, thank you. Uh, yes, just get get into it, right? Because your um, chances, okay. So, like, I, I, when I first got into the transformative tech space, I, I okay, my, my path was a little, it's so like, I, okay, I uh, went to see a therapist after years of thinking I don't need a therapist. And that kind of like just opened, that was the first thing that opened things up for me. It's like, oh shit, I have a lot of stuff to work on. Um, and then I uh, developed a kind of a network of coaches for uh, you know, kind of with a matching algorithm to match it with the right coach. So that that thing led to then um, uh, me building a chatbot, kind of like a coaching chatbot with a different challenges that would guide you through and so on. Uh, and then one thing led to another, and and so it you never know what. And some people know exactly what they want to do right away, uh, mm. but for other people, it's a journey. And the thing is, it's a it's a beautiful journey. Uh, one of my favorite things that I've um, that I realized not not long ago. Um, so there is this kind of a you know story that we have that 
if you believe in that, that kind of a thing. So we go through lifetimes and we evolve and we you know, we go through lessons and then we like reincarnate and we go through all these things and eventually we merge with source, with God, whatever it is. But then I realized that when you merge with that, with that oneness, uh, for real, you know, not, not just through a psychedelic experience, but like for, you know, for real, um, you realize that this experience that we're having now and like the whole journey is literally happening at the same time. It, there, there's no real time, right? Like it's all happening in parallel, right? And so there, so like we, we have this vision of some kind of like, especially I think men, we have this like, you know, goal. We have this thing that we're trying to reach this, you know, goal. And, and even on the spiritual sense, we have this journey of, you know, merging with the oneness. But like the whole thing is literally happening in parallel. There's really no kind of no point to it <laughs> in a sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> Other than just, you know, the, the whole the journey is the point. So then, so then enjoy the journey, get into it. Uh, don't beat yourself up if you're not at the place where you think you should be because you don't know that this step takes you to the next step. Yes. And just by putting one step in front of the other, you it will lead you to a place you weren't expecting. And from my understanding is uh, you, I just want to touch on something real quick before we start to wrap this up here. So you made a therapist matchmaking service that turned into a chatbot system that helps people with uh, therapy? Um, that, it wasn't therapy. It was, it was basically like guiding. I mean, it, it was, it didn't really, that particular thing didn't really go anywhere, but um, it was, um, it was a set of challenges. It's like, for instance, for um, a relationship. So it would, it would kind of guide you through daily exercises that you would do. Um, and then, then I also made kind of like a, a accountability buddy uh, mm -hmm. in a chatbot. Mm -hmm. And all that stuff, like that, that piece is really you know, easy. There's no, no real uh, secret sauce there. Um, but, but it's like they're, they're and but, that, but that's, that's, in the, that's a space that somebody should go and, and figure out because you know, AI and, and chatbots are, you know, it's, it, it wasn't, it's not so cool anymore, but like, it's untouched. Right. Yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. That's beautiful. There you go. Now someone's got some insights where to go. Beautiful. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to say or let people know about before you, you tell them um, uh, how they can get a hold of you or find out more about what you do? Um, sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, this is Dimitri. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm pretty pretty public. Um, you, have yeah. at Dimitri, you have at Dimitri? On Twitter, yeah. yeah. Wow. It was a it was a favor that a friend of mine, uh, kind of a funny story. So my friend was um, walking with a Twitter employee. I think it was at South by Southwest many many years ago, and uh, he like pulled him away from the street. The car was about to hit him, and so as a thank you, the guy, the Twitter employee, like promised to to do to do anything. And so I called in that favor uh, from my friends, even though I didn't save the guy's life. But wow. Okay. More of the story. Just save people's lives and they owe you favors. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you, Dimitri. This this has been an awesome conversation. Um, I really appreciate you being here, and um, and uh, thanks for all the good work you do. And and let me know as you progress on phase two of the towel patch. Um, I'd love to learn more about that. And um, 
I think we're somewhat neighbors here. So uh, I'd love to chat some more as we as we go through this. For so, sure. Thanks, man. All right, brother. Have a beautiful day, and uh, I will I will catch you later. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.